0: Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Dogbot. What's up?
1: Howdy, y'all. I'm ready for the uh, fat man to the little boy episode.
0: Okay. Also joining me this evening, all the way from Japan, Old Skull, what's up?
2: Hey, guys. I just checked, and I don't have any mutations still, for some reason, even though I'm so close
0: to Hiroshima. Huh, that's weird. Also joining us... Down in the dungeon. Grognak. hello. Hey guys, what's going on? Uh Reinhardt will not be joining us. I'm not sure. He might he might show up, he might not. He's uh stuff with the apes. I don't know. There's an email about it, I didn't read it. So two weeks in a row, guys, we actually are gonna uh we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna finish the series in order like you're supposed to. How about that? Amazing. Mm-hmm. We never do that. We always do, like, we'll do a part one, and then what happens sometimes is we'll decide we need a part two, like, three weeks later.
1: Or we just, like, there's so much fun stuff to talk about with each other that sometimes certain topics get put on the back burner. There's a lot of topics on the back burner. We
0: can only record so many days a week, guys, and that day is, you know, like, two. So we That's what
1: happens when you have, like, real jobs. Right. 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 Right.
0: You can only you can only do your hobbies so often, you know. Anyways, we are here we are gathered here today in remembrance of the memory that uh was Nukes. Nukes part 2.
3: How about that? Has it been longer since there was a bomb or since we've been to the moon?
0: It has been longer since there was a bomb. Well, first of all, technically, uh Both of them are the same because neither of them happened. So.
2: It's been almost 80 80 years, right? Was it
0: 1945, right?
2: 80 years since the hoax. Since there's not been a single other nuclear bomb exploded by an aggressor country against another country in 80 years almost.
0: Wow. Yeah, from 45 to, yeah, 55 and... 22 yeah 77 77 years
2: that's 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 a little hard to believe actually
0: it really is I mean you would think you would think that with all the wars that have happened around the world since World War II because you know and there's been one or two or 60 um that something would have you know escalated to the point of using nuclear weapons right? I Particularly
2: mean, given the advantage that nuclear weapons confer upon a weaker country to a stronger one.
0: Right, exactly. And, and in a lot of these wars, the, uh, weaker the quote, weaker country had managed to come out on top quite a few times, you know, where that would not have happened had uh, nuclear weapons been deployed. That's
1: weird. Isn't it weird? Considering the ability for underground criminal syndicates to be able to procure whatever kind of weapons they really need because of the kinds of items that they have yeah you know, and the and the money and the cash flow that they have it's pretty shocking that they have not been able to ever pull off the so-called dirty suitcase bomb
0: right yeah, now. Th- that's because it likely doesn't exist and that's just a hollywood propaganda tool Few right. yeah
2: I was assured after 911 that a terrorist was uh you know sweatily curry curry smellingly working on one that they were <laughs> going to detonate in the middle of Los Angeles I remember the articles
0: oh yeah there was many many articles about how we were oh 911 was just the beginning you know this was just the beginning of this 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 uh Islamic terrorism terrorism terror do you remember that one part of zeitgeist? where um they just played that loop of Giuliani and Bush and I don't know if Cheney was in there too just saying terrorism in 9/11 over and over again the many many different times they said it
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> it was i had i had something really weird happen the other day what's that um what's i that? had a woman freaking out about how the core the covid threat level was orange and uh, I went, ooh, was oh no, what, oh no, threat level orange. I was like, this is, I was like, how fucking absurd. And she she was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, how bad is your short-term memory? Do you not remember in the aughts and the early 2010s how every news channel would have terrorism, threat level, orange, green, red, blah, 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 blah. And whatever happened with any of it, Right. I was like, but the 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 more red the threat level was, the more that you, that you were supposed to look at your fellow man that you interacted with on a daily basis and be in abject fear of them. Right. You know. So like, so like that's what what that's what they're gonna do with freaking COVID. Like now, oh no, it's threat level orange. Like look around at everybody. Are they wearing their mask? Are they standing six feet apart? Oh my God. Are they vaxed?
0: <laughs> right. <clears throat> right. Right.
2: Oh, no, dude. And it's that, interestingly enough, it was the atomic clock or the not the atomic clock. The what, what was it called? The two minutes to
0: midnight clock. The atomic clock. Well, it was the yeah, um, the doomsday clock. The doomsday clock, yes. And it was the two minutes, it was always at two minutes to midnight.
2: Never quite makes it to midnight, never gets five minutes away from midnight.
0: Right. Amazing.
2: Yeah, kind of like never gets down to green, never quite gets to red with the threat
0: right right uh, it's always orange. it's always yellow it's always or orange, orange. Yep. yep yeah yellow or orange
1: you're in a constant state of cortisol going through your bloodstream oh yeah dude well, that like, is, that like, is like, like, like it's it's never peak adrenaline and you're never relaxed it's just like this Just yeah like oxidized blood constantly running through your through yeah, your because, bloodstream
0: well that's what it is and that's adrenaline,
2: you'd have to actually do something you'd have to actually produce an actual uh, something where people die and things but they don't do that they just want the fear
0: right and imagine you know with all that cortisol coupled with seed oils and corn <laughs> and there you have yeah. you have your average fat american
1: well i was about to say you're not buttoning up that second to last uh, button on your your black polo
0: <laughs> come on i was trying to take a drink there woof come on guy <laughs> i don't want to spit i don't want to spit my drink on the screen here. All right. Back to Nukes. Speaking of spitting, I uh, know, I don't know. That, that's got nothing to do with it.
1: A little bit of that finished chest hair coming out. It's like Oof. hamburger meat.
0: Ah. Oh. <laughs> it's gross. Um when we left off last week with Nukes, we talked a good bit about Hiroshima and Nagasaki and how they were likely firebombed all to shit. Before anything even happened, you know, um, on the days that they were allegedly nuked, you know, nuked. Um, But let's talk about let's talk about the bomb itself and all the fakery and the weird stuff that went on with that.
1: Where do you want to start? Which which bomb? Because uh, both bombs were fake.
0: Well, right. But weren't they both? Were they okay. both made yeah. in uh, – one? no, one was made in uh, Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and the other one was made at um, Los Alamos. Is that how it went?
1: I think so. Okay.
2: I just had a thought. Are there any pictures of the Trinity – the alleged Trinity test bomb? Because I've only ever seen pictures of Fat Man and Little Boy and then other like hydrogen bomb pictures after that, like the big uh, – looks like it the fallout. Uh, mini nuke. It's like this big, fat, stupid-looking thing, and there's all these interesting stories about uh, the little shoulder-mounted nuke that they had in the 1950s that they, ha- of course, they never used. That looks just absolutely ridiculous. But I don't remember ever seeing a picture of the Trinity test bomb, which was actually just like hmm. thousands of pounds of dynamite.
0: You know, that at the Trinity site, there's an obelisk.
2: That's shocking.
0: Yeah, mm. the black plaque. I just added- check this out the black plaque reads the site where the world's first nuclear device was exploded on july 16th 1945 erected 1965 white sands missile range j frederick thorland major general u.s army commanding the gold plaque below states the historic excuse me the gold plaque below it declares the site a national historic landmark and reads trinity site has been designated a national historic landmark This site possesses national significance in commemorating the history of the United States of America, 1975 National Park Service, United States Department of the Interior. Hmm.
2: Wait, 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 wait. So you can visit it?
0: Yeah.
1: And not get (laughs) completely radiated and die?
0: Look, dude. How else are you going to read the plaque that they put up there if you can't? They they, put a plaque there. You can read it.
1: They dropped 1170 bombs. No. Oh,
0: my God.
2: Bro. Right? Well, well so? no, no,
1: no, no. Like, some of them were above and below.
0: Above As is above, below.
1: So below, uh, yeah, it should be so thoroughly radiated in that area that, it, like, we can't get anywhere near it for at least a 1,000 years, right? I mean, that's
0: what they told us. But the obelisk is there. You can go look at it. There's obviously a photograph of it.
1: So if I had my Geiger counter with me would it be making the very anxiety causing ticking noise
0: I you know what I don't know We mm-hmm. should do we should fund a uh we should fund a field trip to the Trinity nuclear test site
1: I mean I'm I'm down
0: I'm always down for this kind of stuff So this is uh
1: I want I want to go to Ames monument
0: First. Yes, this is Jornada del Muerto. Wow, what? Journey of Death Desert? <laughs> the jornada de Muerto? I mean, it sounds like Journey of Death, right? The I journal think
2: that is what it means, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh translates from Spanish as singles day oh, oh wow. Three words, right? Jornada del Muerto. Translates from Spanish as single day's journey of the dead man. Or even route of the dead man. That's more likely what it is it's not the one with all the other words a journey it's mm-hmm. obviously a journey uh though the modern literal translation is closer to the working day of the dead see this this uh I was talking about this earlier with some of the guys some other guys um how the word definition is fluid you know definitions can change right rapidly especially nowadays the definition of you know this is changing the definition of that is changing this has how many fucking definitions? Three? For the same thing? Anyways. It's all uh, spelling magic. Tran- or lost in the translation, actually. All right. So, yeah. 11, would you say 111,000 tons of bombs?
1: Uh, I thought it was separate bombs, but maybe, it's, maybe that is tons and tonnage. Oh. I thought it was bombs exploded.
0: Where where did you see that? Where does it say that?
1: I don't have it right in front of me. That was the number number I thought we said on the last episode. If Grognak, our intrepid intern, could please look up how many bombs (laughs) were exploded in Nevada, that would be fantastic. That way we can have an accurate record and we we don't, you know, there won't be a concern troll absolutely seething right now. Oh, I don't care. In addition to the seething of the fact that nukes are fake.
0: Right. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. And I really, really wanted to talk to the guy who was like, nukes are real, and they're like an Aryan special, you know, super Aryan technology thing.
1: Oh, I was going to yeah. say, I was going to say, I don't think we're denying white achievement by saying nukes are fake because, um, Einstein? Because every... Oppenheimer?
3: Every, Oppenheimer? every single... It's a, yeah. It's... So we we did bring this up last time, guys. It's one thousand twenty-one, and nine hundred and twenty-one of them were underground. Okay. One thousand.
1: Uh, 000... All right. I was off, but you know.
3: Okay. Not by much. No. So
0: you would have won on the prices, Right.
2: separate. Hold on. Separate explosions. Yes. Separate detonations. Yes. Of a like an atomic bomb that is powerful enough to destroy a whole city. They exploded nine hundred of them underground. Like really?
3: Yes. Like, yes. That's, how, 10, how many? Ten twenty-one they- total.
1: Yes. Like how? Like over a span of how many years?
3: Um. Oh.
1: there's only 365 days in a year. That's what I'm saying. Like right, like,
0: the testing. These are testing. So like this is this was done before. Um, you see, was, it was over four decades, was four decades
3: of time. Four uh, decades. fifty Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, the first one was done. Oh, hold on. Nevada of proving of grounds is. was established in 1951. Okay. For the but Trinity was the purpose of testing nuclear. Trinity was July sixteenth, nineteen forty-five. Right, Trinity was before the Nevada uh, proving grounds. Okay. Right. Okay. So, yeah. over four decades, there were a thousand bombs that so, needed. So,
0: so, so hang on a second. So they started the proving grounds in nineteen fifty-one. They were yes. still doing nuclear testing underground in the nineteen nineties. Um, four decades would put them in. Would put them yeah. in nineteen ninety-one.
3: Yeah, um said from it says from 86 to 94 actually uh we were put on uh hold for a full-scale nuclear weapons testing. So they did 536 um anti-nuclear protests there at the time. I don't remember any of this. I was I was a kid. I, I remember the anti-nuclear big, protests. The I remember that stuff.
0: Well, I remember like uh at Oak Ridge in Tennessee, they had the the um the nun, like the Catholics that broke in. Remember that? Catholics against uh, against nukes. It's like a big thing still. Cans. I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't think that's what's actually called.
1: Uh, it's a terrible acronym. I know. But these nuns uh, have cans. Uh, another Oof. another terrible acronym was uh, Limby, and that was uh, a lot of the a lot of the nuclear protests were Libtards, in what are now heavily blue areas, and they did not want to have the nuclear power plants. Built where NIMBY. they lived. Yeah, NIMBY. So that uh, NIMBY, not NIMBY. in my backyard. NIMBY. Yeah, NIMBY was not in my
3: backyard. Oh yeah, dude, that NIMBY that, that is
0: was... definitely. San Francisco is a full-on NIMBY, and now they're suffering for it. Yeah, that's what's wrong with San Francisco.
3: Yeah, this was a lot of people. This was thirty, almost thirty-eight thousand people, and uh, mm-hmm. almost sixteen thousand of them were arrested. That's a lot of arrests.
0: Hmm.
1: So I'm supposed to believe that we had enough uranium or plutonium or whatever to explode this many bombs over a period of time. But Iran and North Korea who have put together nuclear power plants, correct? They have not been able to cobble together enough material to make, uh, a just bomb. a few bombs. Right. A, a, like, but, but we, I mean, we had how, how many power plants did we have between fifty one and ninety four?
0: Uh, how many
1: power plants? Yeah, how many nuclear power plants in know, the United States? A few, not all that many.
0: Not a lot, but a few. Yeah, not, not a lot, like, right? One or two, like, probably no, like
1: you, you couldn't build them anywhere. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Maybe maybe none actually. Until when did the, when was the first nuclear power plant? Sixties. I don't know.
3: I actually, don't know. Bro-
1: Grognet, can you look up how many yeah. nuclear power plants we had?
3: Yeah, do that. Um, well, in nineteen sixty, it looks like we had about seventeen. Seventeen. Nineteen sixty. Uh, all right, that's a, that's okay.
1: already more than I thought we even had.
0: Right. That's a lot. That's a lot for back then.
1: Okay, so we had enough of this material to be able to make these bombs.
0: Yes, and make and run sixteen nuclear power plants at the same time. That's interesting. In the sixties, that we had sixteen nuclear power plants in the sixties. And we've been they've been fighting about this technology and arguing about it, and it's like the cleanest form of making energy, technically, with the weight but it, going by waste.
3: It looks like in total there in history there are six hundred and sixty seven reactors that have been built. So somebody
0: And then Fukushima dried. So six hundred and sixty six. No. That's six hundred and sixty-seven reactors have been built. Interesting number there. Hmm.
1: So um from the nuke liesite in that one in that one post that I had item number three. The so-called nuclear industry, be it weapons or so-called commercially viable nuclear reactors, is the hoaxer's paradise. Mm -hmm. The whole ripoff scheme is shrouded in national security protocols and security bonding, which means you can't discuss your work outside the plant if you don't want to incur the wrath of the NSA or risk jail time for the the attempted so-called nuclear terrorism. The whole scam is compartmentalized so Uncle Sam doesn't know what George is up to perfect cover for the atom bomb hoax clusters oh yeah dude absolutely and, and and the, says, next li- the next slide yeah line, the next
0: line's great like, the next line's great. so perfect in fact that i believe the jews could not resist pulling off these massive long cons on the people of the world how can they have not done it when the opportunities the means and the motives were there all along for them to exploit absolutely dude like utilizing the propaganda of the television and Hollywood and the schools and reinforcing it with um, signage all over your town for bomb shelters and, you know, you know, your, uh, your kids have to do the whole, you know, duck and cover and, um, you know, throw yourself into a ditch, Jimmy <laughs> and all that well, stuff.
2: They they have the added benefit of controlling not only enemy populations, but your own population as well, mm-hmm. because you can use the exact same fear of the enemy propaganda to control your own people, put them where you want them, have them do the stupid drills that you want them to do, which is also a form of MK ultra mind control, which also makes them more pliant and liable to do the other ridiculous things. Cause when you get people to perform ridiculous acts, then they'll do absolutely anything as we've seen recently.
0: Absolutely. Yep,
2: it
1: happens to, all the I time. I used to say to my teacher all the time, why are we doing the same thing for a nuclear bomb that we do for a fucking tornado? Yeah, why am I getting under this desk? Why are we getting in the hallway? Right. Like, it, it's not gonna matter. Yeah, I, I mean, but at least with the tornado, maybe if we got in the hallway, it would matter because it's the 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 solid walls, and not being and not being around like glass that will shatter and blow around in the, sure. In the classroom. Sure. Sure. But but a nuclear, but for a nuclear bomb, if it is if I mean this is what you say it is right we're it, all just done yeah we're just gonna we're gonna vanish <laughs> you're not even gonna have a chance to go
0: to the hall
2: it's
1: right
0: vaporized done. I mean like I don't think it matters if I'm on the floor in my desk or in the hallway or in the bathroom if we're vaporized we're vaporized you know if that's what you guys say that it's supposed to do i don't think it matters you know where we actually you know where we <laughs> where we are you know but yeah that doesn't make any sense that you do the same you do the same thing for um for a tornado as you do for a nuke but yeah you have so you have the propaganda being forced on the kids at school you have it in the media you have it in hollywood and you have it on both sides because there's the media you know your enemies have media as well and it's very easy and if you control the world with this scary thing and then there's don't forget the Samsung option right I mean, there's that, too. Holy shit. Talk about scary. Israel might have nukes in everybody's capital city. Unbelievable. And a panel with a bunch of keys where they just, you know, push the button, push this button and push this button. There There goes New York. There goes Philadelphia. There goes Brussels. There goes Moscow. There goes Tokyo. You know? That's, that's and they the... can
2: use the they can use the anti-Semitism and the all of the caric- caricatures of what Jews are to their advantage because if you complain about it, then you're an anti-Semite. But right. if you get out of line, then these Jews might have all these weapons that they can use to destroy the entire world, and they just would do it because everyone's so goddamn anti-Semitic.
0: Right. Oh my God. Did you see that the, that uh, the post that somebody made with the uh, the, the the redheaded jew comedian who was talking about um he was making a charlottesville joke he's like yeah they were chanting jews will not replace us jews will not replace us he's like no that's okay man we don't want to work at hobby lobby we're good (laughs) and then somebody in the audience mentioned like you know television hollywood and so the comedian goes oh you mean like jews control hollywood yeah why don't you get the fuck out of here with your anti-semitism okay like literally I cry-
1: remember that I, re- I remember that,
0: that literally was, yeah, that, crying yeah. out as they strike you literally making yep. an anti-white joke right oh white people work at Hobby Lobby hor, 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 hor. right and it's like as soon as you mention Jews in Hollywood it's like anti-Semitism Jesus God I mean if they weren't so obvious I mean I think the obvious is the blatant the blatancy is, is just uh, the mask is coming off a lot more now with these people. You guys notice that? Uh
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: It's, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what
0: well, with the COVID stuff and everything. I mean the nuke the nuke thing, right? I mean Israel's the only country that's, you know, known to have nukes that's not on the non-proliferation treaty. Right? I mean if we're going for a second, we're going to pretend that nukes are real for half a second here. Right?
1: Uh, all right, it's already been longer than half a second, but I was seeing where you were going with this.
0: Well, like, well, Israel is on the Non-Proliferation Treaty, and yet they have nukes, supposedly. And
1: and yet, like, officially they don't have nukes. Right,
0: officially they officially they don't have nukes,
1: but everybody knows they have nukes. So I, I remember, I, I remember with this particular point, I remember when I used to listen to conservative talk radio, you know, like AM stuff, right, and. It was always just sort of like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know what I mean? That Israel has to have them because they're surrounded by their enemies and they're just this little this this just this little tough country in the, the you know, surrounded by a bunch of bullies. And, you know, they have to have that stuff. The
2: only democracy in the Middle East.
1: The only democracy. Yeah, right, that's like the big Our one. greatest ally, you know, yeah. so like it, so we should be OK that they're flaunting international law. And whenever, uh, whenever these these countries that uh, did not follow the gold standard would go to the UN and have their speeches, and they would, you know, talk about Israel, they're the bad guys. Right.
0: Your Qaddafi's and your your uh, Saddam Hussein's, and, yeah, and, and Assad, yeah.
1: And your Chavez's and yep. stuff, and well, Yeah. Yeah, and
2: meanwhile, any of these countries that stepped out of line got absolutely destroyed by the U.S.
0: Right, yeah, well, first financially, and then, yeah, and then
2: speaking of like countries that were sitting there not really doing anything to anybody else and <laughs> didn't had their neighbors just sort of their neighbors <laughs> just sort of uh, destroy the destroy their entire infrastructure and then take over their country and steal all their oil and gold and whatever else,
1: right, right. Do you guys remember when last year, um or was it this year that eight countries in Africa, that did not want to have the vaccine brought into their country, had their leaders assassinated. Yes. Well, they,
0: their leaders assassinated or they died of COVID, too, remember? Which is yeah, the same they, thing. Or I yeah, repeat yeah, myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: And then their
2: presidents were replaced with a president that had just happened to work for the WEF or the UN right yeah, before. Yeah,
0: strangely enough. Yes, or mm-hmm. they were on the WEF young leaders thing. Yeah. yeah. So weird. It's, it's so odd. And how the World Economic Forum doesn't have any power whatsoever. No, they don't. They don't have any power. They don't. They don't have any sort of authority over anything. They don't control anything whatsoever. They're just a bunch of guys dressing up like sprockets and um, giving world leaders, uh, stick, you know, like you know, Attaboy stickers for attending their TED talk.
1: It's I, no- I wish it was that simple. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, would, it would. I mean, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be better if there wasn't just like lots of organizations that are so interconnected that if you tried to dismantle one you would have to also dismantle another one simultaneously
0: it's almost as if the hydra is entangled with itself and everything else and you know the whole thing is made out of that double sided tape that you know sticks to everything and it's just got its tentacles and that and it's like everything is terrible
1: so like it's one of those things that I noticed when reading both of Scott Howard's books and mm. he's going over these different organizations that uh that wield this corporate and governmental power simultaneously. And in order to it's 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 just it's so ominous because it's like, well, if I want to change this very important thing that's happening at a very brisk pace, then these people have to be stopped, but you could stop this one group, but then they have another group, and it would be like whack-a-mole. Well, yeah. But then stop the them other, with what?
0: There's that. Well, first, there's that. What are you going to stop them with? I mean, they're they're you know billion-dollar industries, multi-billion-dollar industries, not just not just you know organizations. Um, there's that, and then the thing is, is there are so many of them. If you, if you were to knock one down, another one would just pop up right behind it over and over and over again it's happened i mean it's it's the way
2: they shuffle things around like uh it looked like the heat got too hot in england with a a lot of the COVID stuff and the restrictions and the economy and so they get rid of boris johnson and they got rid of a bunch of people that were in parliament i think and then it turns out like a week later like they literally waited like a week they're like oh yeah boris johnson's gonna be this this and this such and such of the wef now
0: right (laughs) Like okay they didn't even wait it wasn't even like yeah. three days. It was like two days later. Like 48 right. hours later, was announced that Punched Boris Johnson was going to go work at the World Economic Forum. Yeah.
2: Wait, and, that, and that just extrapolate that to literally everything.
0: hmm No, it's just a distraction. It's called. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All this it's stuff it's is just, just, just a distraction. It's just a distraction. Talking right. about the Jews that are actually in power. So speaking yeah. of the Jews that are in power, so they supposedly – so they use they use the fear porn and the scare tactics of the threat of the nuke to keep other countries well I mean not everybody knows about the Samson option. So what do you think what do you think the point is of that like having this conspiracy theory of the Samson option? Cuz like you know like normies don't know about this.
1: Um okay so Let's explain. Can someone explain to me what exactly is the Samson option?
0: The Samson option is that Israel has placed around the world strategically placed nuclear weapons that they control from Tel Aviv.
1: Oh, yeah. And if Israel doesn't get its way, I thought it was they had, I thought it was they had, uh, like. They were gonna nuke themselves if if they were fully invaded like they were gonna like go out and like a uh, self-immolation yeah no i thought uh, no that's, I, I i this is I,
0: literally I really crying out in pain it. as it strikes you
1: well you know
0: <laughs> i mean well hey, come on yeah <laughs> literally literally um I mean, yeah, so that's the thing. Either either they have nukes pointed at every country's, you know, major strategic spots or they have them in uh I b- I believe there's two theories, but the main theory is that there are strategically planted nukes in major cities like Philadelphia, DC, New York, LA, Tokyo, Brussels, um Rome, yeah. probably.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, pointed at I could see. The, the one based off sense. the book is uh
3: the one based off the book that came out in 1991 is uh, supposed to be a retaliatory attack from their weapons.
0: Okay, from their way we- Okay, so retaliatory. So, so, makes, so pointed. That makes a okay, lot so pointed- more
3: pointed- sense. Okay, yeah.
0: so pointed from, so te- so from we- Tel Aviv. My bad. Okay, whatever.
3: I've the been corrected. Live that
2: would be required to like set up nukes in certain locations, and, and then have them ready to go
0: and not. Well, be able to that's. I think them. that's the theory in the United States more than anywhere else because you know having bombs planted. That's always been a thing. It's having bombs planted across the United States. You know, I've heard this many times, so maybe it's a separate thing. Maybe this is a separate branch of, you know, of the Samson option. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being (laughs) Mandela. I mean, you know, there's another one. Chick-fil-A, dude. Where this K come from?
1: That's an old one, dude. I know. All right, let's not do Mandela. I know, I'm joking. Right. I'm, joking. <laughs> <Come on.
0: laughs> I'm joking. Not with skull on here. Man. I know. I don't so, want so nukes. Thirty
1: minutes of our nuke episode to be talking about <laughs> C-3PO's fucking leg. Okay,
0: you're still talking about it. So nukes. Um, the Samson option. It, it's kind of funny that Israel would be the country, right? They're they're not part of the Non Proliferation Treaty, and they supposedly don't have them. And yet there's this urban myth, this urban legend that they have nukes pointed at everybody for retaliatory, um, you know, attack. Which, well, if, it if, it's Israel, if it's
2: Israel, if it's really true or not, uh, there's been recent missile attacks against Israel and their famed Iron Dome actually turned out to be completely fake and gay as well. Like, in nothing... Uh, about it worked, and all the missiles got through and got to the points that they were supposed to be. So it's probably about as reliable <laughs> as we can expect for this well, no, to be as well.
1: But missiles don't go through the Iron Dome. It's fu- it's freaking rockets. It's sure. like like there there aren't any there aren't any actual missile ordinances being directed at Israel. It's all frickin' Hobby Lobby experiments with explosives on the end. Yeah. You know, true, a, and it, it's it's never, and I I don't know I've never seen this Iron Dome in action.
0: Well, nobody has. That's the whole point.
1: I I just I I remember meeting someone that worked for a civil defense company that made the warheads for the missiles. And so, like the 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 warheads were particularly high tech because they uh something to do with the. Ability to control the mid flight. Yeah, you know, so I, I, I don't know if some like I don't I thought I thought the Iron Dome was completely automated, but maybe it's not.
0: I think it's interesting how they can um remote control an object that's going at I don't know how many what a thousand miles an hour. Right. And get it to turn and do things or activate itself or whatever. It's interesting anyway back to nukes so yeah it would it would just kind of make sense that israel would be that country to have all this uh and not have it all (laughs) the ultimate crying out as it strikes you
2: yeah who who would who would expect a country like that to deceive everyone right like they had (laughs) this technology when they actually didn't
0: right amazing yeah i mean it's like you know the most vaccinated so like country the, in the world. The same
2: people who were responsible for the entire nuclear program were, you know, uh, people of this nation. Right. We well, mentioned. here's They're...
0: the thing. OK, here's the thing about that. So if nukes are fake, the Rosenbergs, Jonathan Pollard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, what about that? Just part of the story.
2: Depends on what you want to believe about, like, compartmentalization and Mm -hmm. what – I mean, maybe it wasn't even nuclear secrets that were being shared and what are we – what part of the story are we getting? But, I mean, we already basically dismantled the very idea that nukes exist in the first place. So whatever that story is about the Rosenbergs and them being executed and – what was it? They they were selling nuclear secrets to the Soviets? Is that what it was?
0: Yes, I believe it was the Soviets, yes.
2: And then they got executed and, well, like, wow – I, I remember, um, what was it? Allen Ginsberg. Uh, I actually read his book when I was like a total normie conservative back in like it, 2003, 2003 or something. Okay.
1: Wait, Allen Ginsberg.
2: Oh, uh, sorry. Not the. Oh, which, what's the guy's name? Uh, it's something Ginsberg.
1: He was okay. a conservative. But Allen Ginsberg is the, is, is poet. the degenerate. Allen Ginsberg
0: like, is like we. It looks like weave.
1: But they look
2: exactly the same, actually, too. David Ginsburg, it's somebody Ginsburg. Anyway, this guy who wrote this book, he wrote about how his parents were communists, and they like thought that the Rosenbergs were these absolute heroes who were um like mythologized by their people, by the Jews, interestingly enough. so there there is a narrative definitely being served there for a certain mm-hmm. area of the of the world.
0: Yeah, this, that's definitely true. I mean, there's a lot of well, there's a, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, that's the like you know the hot spot of everything, right? The the fighting's been going on in the Middle East for thousands of years, and now now there's nukes. <laughs> Israel has them, hmm. and that's the other thing. That's the, that's the other thing. If if Israel had them, they'd have used them by now for real, right? Like. Like as much as Israel gets provoked and attacked and whatever, they would have used somebody would have gotten nuked by now.
2: And but there's supposed to be all these different ones now, right? Like your suitcase nukes, and yes. your tactical nukes, tactical and you got nukes. all sorts of different stuff you could choose from. So you could use a small one, right? I mean, it's not going to, yeah.
0: I mean, it's can, the whole world, right? These things can be upscaled, downscaled. You know, they don't have to be kiloton bombs.
2: It's not like Russia's Satan uh, one that can destroy an area the size of Texas, which obviously is true because they must have tested it, right? And and measured the area the size of Texas that it destroyed.
0: Right, because I remember that? <laughs> that I believe to-
2: that when that story came out, I was like, "Man, that's scary shit."
0: Did you oh, really? Wait. When, when I didn't
2: even think it? about the fact that, like, well, how do they know?
0: Right. They actually. i like, they detonated that shit, and and if they did, wouldn't we have? If they were trying to prove it. I mean, to you know be true, they would have to have like, I would think they would have faked some satellite photos like of the explosion, you know, seen from space. That's something you could see from space. You could see if Texas got blown up, you could see that from, quote, space. Pretty sure they could. Right.
2: I'm pretty sure that would register um, on a, a number of different measurable scales. Oh, if yeah. You could Richter scales of-
0: in Europe. No matter where of- they did it in Russia, it would like measure on a Richter scale in Europe something that big.
2: And, and you would expect it to cause all sorts of other collateral problems. Such sure. like you're blowing something up the size of Texas and there's tectonic plates and oceans and all sorts of shit going on underground that you're destabilizing. So, That's that you the other some thing. Sort of-
1: so uh, so well, item number one of hmm. that list has to do with the seismograms, which was something that I had brought up in the first part of this was I, I would have thought that there would have been seismograms that said the historical seismograms of hiroshima and nagasaki had mysteriously vanished what? i had no idea like they just disappeared they just uh, disappeared uh, wow if, what a, if, what a strange only, coincidence if not only for the sake of war era memorabilia that information should have been everywhere in the museums and in the press hiroshima is located on a highly volcanic zone called the honshu ark And those active volcanoes were under constant seismographic surveillance during that period and long before that. The so-called atomic blast at Hiroshima was estimated to be the equivalent of 6.2 on the Richter scale, but no seismographical outpost in the world appears to have noted it. The Russians said that they exploded the biggest atomic bomb ever, 50 megatons, uh, in northern Russia, that's hundreds of thousands of times more powerful than what they say explode over Hiroshima. Yet not one seismic needle moved at all.
3: Hmm. Hmm. So
1: that, that's that's that was one of the things that I brought up because, like, uh, I I think seismographs. I think there are a lot of like amateurs who have like ham radio. Yeah, you know, there are a lot of amateurs. Not as many who have ham radio, but would have their own seismographs. Sure. And if and if they didn't start going off. For something like a fifty, a fifty megaton bomb, you know, like the when it, when will it go off? Right. But, uh, also, that, like, wasn't seismographic evidence uh, also a key factor in the uh, in in nine eleven with the towers falling? Yes.
0: Yeah, because there was no. And
1: the thing, there was none.
0: Yeah, there wasn't any. Again.
2: Yeah. No indication because they just well. It seems like maybe we don't even know that now, but, uh, they just turned to dust. And Japan is the, the, basically the entire country is, uh, if According to mainstream science, it's like basically birthed from volcanoes and, and seismic activity. It's like pushed out of the water from tectonic plates, just like shoving things up and creating mountains. And if you live in the country like I do, you see that the country is 70 percent mountains and there are earthquakes all the time. I've experienced earthquakes. I live in the, one of the most uh, non-earthquake prone regions, if that's a correct grammar. Uh, we hardly get any here, and yet I've experienced a few uh, on the scale of like five, which is pretty damn scary when you're on the second floor of a house that's oh, shaking yeah. all over the place for two solid minutes. I mean, it's it, I don't get I don't get shook too easily, that shit shook me. And even back then, obviously there was the technology to measure seismographic and seismological, or what, I don't know if there's a difference, uh, evidence, and yet it. It doesn't say that they didn't have any. It says it mysteriously vanished.
0: Right, the it seismological vanished. evidence vanished, just disappeared. Like the all same the records who just were disappeared. who in
2: charge of uh, archiving all of the Apollo uh, mission uh, data and and apparently <laughs> it was the same yeah, archiving
0: they, they service. Too, it was the same archiving service. It was Acme archiving. It was a, there was a strange. Yeah. The guy had these weird brown ears, the, the like, antenna-ish ears that poked up out of his white hat, and he had a long nose. Was driving the truck. <laughs> <laughs> it was Wiley Coyote. <laughs> that's what it was. Um, no, that's that's ridiculous. That oh, what a coincidence! The the seismographic it, and and seismic um, information disappeared just like just like vanished, the vanished, just vanished.
1: vanished. I, l- l- how is that even possible? Like, there's not just one seismograph. Right.
0: Right. If right, I've like, seen like, there's, look there's, disaster like movies and science they're, movies. They're, they're, I've seen is I've seen a lot of movies where they they like pan through like a scientist lab and there's always a seismograph, right?
1: Okay, fine, but there would be one in California, right? I'm there, saying uh, yeah, there, 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 there would be one. There would be more one. than one in California, like different universities in California. Berkeley would at least for sure have them, would have one. Right.
0: Berkeley for right? sure would have one, and okay,
1: so there yeah. would be also one in in Korea, right? Right, like there would be one, like. The fact that there should have been some direct. Tokyo. There nearby. would have been
0: one in Tokyo. There would have been one. Yeah, there would have been one. There would have been many, and there's none. Amazing. Just yeah, like, you know.
2: 6.2. Point, six point 6.2. The so called atomic blast at a rush mode is estimated to be the equivalent of the 6.2 on the record. That's a not insignificant earthquake a 6.2 like that'll break a building down if it's not completely solid and sturdy
0: yeah i was i lived in the bay area for a long time in california and i've been in quite a few earthquakes and none of them well one of them really scared the shit out of me because i was on again my apartment apartment was uh over the uh the garage so i was afraid i was gonna be landing on somebody's car but uh yeah it's pretty they can be pretty scary you know, and a 6.2 can take down <laughs> if you don't have, if you're not, you know, if you're if you're not seismically prepared, that'll take that'll crack a building in half. Yeah. Yeah. That's a,
1: what was it? What was the hurricane in? What was I mean, not the hurricane. I'm sorry. What was the earthquake in San Francisco? The big one in the 90s. Eighty nine. Oh,
0: 89.
1: OK, what was. How? Uh, what, what was it? What was. That was like an 8-point something, right? I think
0: it was. I don't remember.
2: Okay. The tsunami was a 9. The Japan 2011 tsunami, which happened out of the ocean, was a 9. 6.2 is not too far from that. I mean, it's it's significant enough that you would... uh, When there are 6.2... Here's a comparison. When there are um, 6.2 Richter-scale earthquakes in Hiroshima, I live like... I don't know. I only know it in kilometers, but I live like 100 miles from there, right? We registered them as 4.5 here, 100 mm. miles away.
0: Okay. So, San Francisco, uh, it was 15 seconds long. That's a long time. Um, and it was 6.9. That's
3: right. The. To- the one in 1906 was seven point nine. Yeah, the 1906 that was one the was worst bad. one. Well, the
0: one in 1906 was like you know. Then there was this, the there's the earthquake and the fire. It all happened so suddenly. It burns up uh, stone buildings. Yeah, it burns up stone buildings that were just crushed from the earthquake. Right. Yes.
3: I was watching a video. Remember that guy, Divergent. Yes. I like him. And he was showing a side by side of San Francisco and Hiroshima. And mm-hmm. he was like, "Some it said someone's lying on yeah. the meme." And he was like, "Oh, maybe because San Francisco was bombed. They don't. The Americans don't want to say who who nuked their city. Oh, too bad. It's like no dummy. <laughs> you got it the other way around. Yeah. There are no nukes. There are no nukes. Or they
2: were both bombed." Basically, I mean, just not with nukes and not with earthquakes. Yeah, I'm.
0: I mean, yeah, this is we're starting to diverge into another divergent into another topic, but uh, let's not do that. Let's go back to nukes being not being real. But he's wrong. Yeah, nukes aren't real, buddy. Um,
1: I I I liked uh, this. There was a certain item. If we're if we can pivot a little bit to nuclear reactors, Uh, item number four, Johnny, the. During the so-called billion-dollar East Coast of the United, uh, the blackout in the United States on the East Coast in the, I guess, the late 70s, uh, a good portion of the area was completely without power. How would that be possible when so many nuclear reactors were supposed to have autonomy? How is it possible that people can shell out five billion dollars to build a reactor and it can't light a light bulb when the grid goes down? The power failure was so absolute because the conventional sources are fueling the hoax reactors. So...
0: Yeah, that makes... That makes... Actually makes sense that the reactors aren't actually producing... There was also the... There was also the one of the... um oh, When was it? When, when New York went down? That was... Was it twenty twenty. 20-
3: they, well, well they, ke- they keep
1: saying it's the way that the grid is structured right right but why wouldn't you have like if why you, wouldn't have you have like nuclear reactors that you don't want failing on you right? right because if they fail you get a chernobyl or a three mile island or whatever the f right well not just that so,
0: if they shut down and they don't produce electricity like they don't have that's but that's the thing is they're not supposed to because they just boil water They're supposed to go forever and ever and ever, unless there's a meltdown. So, if the case is that the conventional systems went down, like the coal-fired plants and stuff ever went down, which was what supposedly happened, then the nukes would would supposedly come online as a backup system for the grid, right? There should be some sort of workaround for these nukes to power up the 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 grid, uh, other parts of the grid. Like you're supposed to be able to like the way the grid is supposed to work is you're supposed to be able to like rearrange. Uh, what direction the power is coming from, right? And that didn't happen, so n- these nuke reactors might not real either, is what he's saying.
1: Uh, and, and we're constantly hear from like conservative media talking about the power grid not being structured mm-hmm. correctly, and mm-hmm. how and if it, if an EMF, you know, another 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 very awesome. Possibly mythical weapon. EMP. You know, uh, is, an uh, EMP. Oh, an EMP yes. is set off and uh, is set off from Iran.
0: Yes, you if know, Iran like, gets it, us it, with an electromagnetic pulse from, I mean, from Iran, they're going to send us a pulse of energy. Then
1: we're, we're done for.
0: We're just done. Pulse. It's pulse of energy. Because we,
1: because we live in such a low trust society that right. if all the power went off today, it would be way worse than it was in the seventies. In new oh
0: york. for sure oh yes for sure definitely it would be way worse than it was that time in the 70s well actually again there was a time fairly recently that the power went out in new york and it was for several days and in new england in that area do you guys remember that
1: i do not hmm. i don't remember
0: sorry <clears throat> no I, I i i swear there was i have to look it up but i swear there was so like um and like, and it was because the grid, the grid couldn't handle something, or something went down. I don't know. It was it a Mrs. O'Leary's cow situation again? Probably.
2: Did the whole I don't know uh, this story too well of this one, but did the whole grid area go down when they did the three mile island thing?
0: I don't actually know.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't look into that deeply enough. But it, I mean, you would think if. The, there, there was, a, I guess, a near meltdown, but that would have involved them shutting down or having to shut down a whole lot of areas of the Three Mile Island thing. I think Three Mile Island was not a full meltdown, but it was like a scary event. Right, but they would still it was affect enough to, the power in the area, right?
0: Yeah, it was probably enough to get people to move away. Right. You know, and give up all their property. So it most likely a nice land grab there. Right. That happened. a lot.
2: To, seems to have been what like happens with these sorts of situations like maybe yeah fukushima i don't know know what the hell's going on with fukushima but yeah as i talked about in the last episode real estate prices didn't budge there so but maybe that's by design too because
0: different people were buying it than people like me that's possible too nobody knows it's very strange but okay so back to let me see what were we what were we talking about we got um that's a that's an awesome list, by the way, D B. All right. We've got the nuclear industry. I
1: mean, are we are we at almost a halfway point before we, we break few, into some other stuff? We've we got a few more minutes. Okay.
0: Yeah. Ten minutes till the break. All right, let's um nuke stuff. Mushroom clouds do not grow out of radial airburst explosions. The mushroom cloud needs to be seeded from the ground. The thermodynamic conditions caused by a circumferential airburst explosion would superheat the air all around and send radial shock waves emanating from the center outwards like the popular festivity fireworks and that would negate the conditions required for a mushroom cloud to grow normally. A mushroom cloud grows from the ground up in a predictable circular pattern that develops and flows through a relatively cool and stable upper air mass because the explosion was at ground level. Who can deny that mushroom clouds can't grow out of radial airburst explosions? Hmm.
2: That's so weird that I never thought about that until now, but that makes perfect sense. Yep. It would be like a firework exploding. It would make a big ball in the air. And the reason a mushroom cloud's a mushroom cloud is it pushes up from the ground and then gravity takes care of the rest and yep. starts pulling it down and it balloons out at the top and then settles afterwards. So, yes, wow, that's interesting.
0: Yep. So your mushroom clouds can only happen from a ground detonated thing, and here's here's another thing. Oh, uh, we I wanted Which to say earlier. like Nagasaki
2: weren't just for clarity.
0: What mushroom clouds?
2: They were no, they were detonated in the air
0: above yeah. the ground. Yeah, they were detonated like 117 feet above the ground or something or whatever it was, 50 feet above. The ground. They were in the air though, right? Um, the testing facility in in uh, in. Vegas, they detonated all these bombs underground, underground, boom, 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 underground, under the ground, under the ground. And there was no massive amount of earthquakes or tectonic activity or that doesn't seem to make any sense. You know, with the amount of kiloton bombs that they detonated underground and nothing happened.
2: Yeah, 900.
0: Yeah, 900. 900. Yeah, come on. Really?
2: And and by the way, when they detonated a our Kim Jong, I don't remember which one it was. Um, but Un, I guess I, I guess the kid, allegedly did an underground nuclear test in North Korea. This was a, like two thousand something, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. I don't quite remember, but it was around the time. I think it was around the time Trump took office, or it was like just before or after. Maybe it was just before because it was the, just before. It, I
0: think it was two thousand fifteen.
2: Right. Because they did it like Trump is buddy, buddy. And oh, Kim Jong-il is scared of or Un is scared of Trump or something after. But something like anyway, that. they they did a Allegedly, they were like, yeah, they did an underground test. So we know that North Korea has nukes now, although they're sort of kind of doing like a Israel thing with oh. it. They're like 100. They're not 100 percent sure because they haven't announced it. But we know they have nukes because Why? They detected the seismic activity of the detonation of an underground nuke coming from North Korea so they're absolutely sure that that's what happened.
3: Gay. Yeah. Also fake. So it's like also one of failed. these
2: things where the physics works sometimes, but then other times it doesn't work.
0: Right. They're like, Oh, we totally detected this seismic activity. So we know that North Korea was testing a nuke at this longitude and this latitude at this period of time, based on these things in the Navy guy that was testing it in his little, you know, his little thing with the, boop, 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 right. boop, you know, yeah, his, his little thing. With, right. And then you're like, Oh, there it is. Or whatever it is. I don't remember what it was when we were with the sonar. Um, but yeah, they picked it up, and the radio, you know they had the, they radioactivity the Geiger counters went click 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 click, and everybody got all you know t- uh, to DEFCON three or whatever. Yeah, and none of that's real. It's all just it's
2: like one of those of the it's like script. one of those stories where they know everything. it's all of these narratives that the system has where like space they know every single detail that you could possibly know down to the like microgram, and yet when it's another. T- Kind of story. They're like, oh, we don't know that. They disappeared. The the information disappeared. We don't know <laughs>
0: exactly. There's like all, anything non falsifiable. They have down to the micro detail. You know, if there's no way to prove it either way, they know all about it. All about it. Yes, but if it requires hard evidence, there's like that evidence was was destroyed, in and in there was a cow. And, it's a painful uh,
2: process to yeah, build it back. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's a very painful process. You don't understand. There's paper cuts. And there's
2: there's their okay, their retard don pettit to tell us right dude don pettit
0: i'm a science guy i'm like i'm like one of the i'm like one of the big science guys like that's our that interview like,
2: space and there's stars and you can like, see the galaxies it's
0: it yeah. the, the humiliation ritual of do you think do you think don pettit knows that he's being used in humiliation ritual and that he's just in, all, right?
1: the, all the time
0: oh yeah he goes back behind. He gets off camera, and he just—never mind. I was gonna say something really degenerate, but yeah, you know. I,
2: I think he's an actual retard, personally. I think you got really? a down syndrome guy to do it. Skinny down syndrome guy. Yeah.
0: Just kind of slow, like the actual he's like, Ed Norton character from it Heat.
2: Today, Don. Oh
0: was boy. It, was it? Was it the movie Heat with uh, Ed Norton was playing the retarded guy that wasn't retarded? Was it Heat?
1: Yeah. I, I, don't I, I, no, I don't know. No, no. He was um, Al Pacino and and somebody. No, Val, he he had Val Kilmer in it. Yeah.
0: This is De Niro I, I, and this is De Niro and uh, and Edward Norton.
2: What movie are you talking about?
0: Yeah. know. He pretended to play. He pretended to play. He was retarded, and um, but he wasn't retarded.
1: Is so not not death not to Smoovie. <laughs> no,
0: what? Not death to Smoovie? No, that was that was Robin Williams, wasn't it?
1: It's Robin Williams and Ed Norton. Yeah. It, it it doesn't matter. We're not gonna we're matter. not gonna remember it right it now. It
0: doesn't matter. It's all good. Yeah. Um You can't blow up you don't you don't get a mushroom cloud from an air detonated weapon, basically is what they're saying. There's no way. Physics don't there's no way physics don't work.
2: And to reiterate, we already discussed it last time, but just in case. You do get a mushroom cloud from any significantly large ground based explosion.
0: Yes. Any incendiary explosion, yeah. So any sort of fire explosion yeah. Uh I de- hydrogen.
1: Yeah, let's get into mushroom clouds when we when we get back though. because like, there's a lot there's there there's a lot I want to say about that.
0: Okay. Yeah, let's take a break. Um we have what do we got this week?
1: A skinny puppy shorelined poison. I, I figured an industrial song about nuclear holocaust would be
0: perfect. Sure. I right, this be years. Jeez. Awesome. Alright. we we'll back. nukes are still fake ha we're back talking about nukes uh when we last left you we were discussing mushroom clouds and dogbot had some more stuff he wanted to say on the topic of the mushroom cloud
1: so a lot of the a lot of the pictures of a mushroom cloud give you the impression that something is very very far away correct but it has to do with scale and perspective. So a lot of the old real footage uh, and that's r e e l, not not real as and realistic. All the old real footage is blasted. Like like they like they've 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 done things in the editing process to make it look brighter than it actually was. Right. It's not It's, it's all, it's all Hollywood fakery. It's not like, so the, uh, all the classic mushroom cloud, black and white footage that you've ever seen is something that was made for explicitly propaganda purposes to not only make Americans feel like, wow, we got this super mega ultra powerful weapon. Nobody can stop us now but also to drive terror into the hearts of the, the people that were opposing us. It's not, it's not real in the right. way that you think it is.
0: Oh, no, it's, it's, it's not. It, but it is the largest piece of psychological propaganda in the history of the world, I think, even bigger <laughs> than the Holocaust, because it's used to control more countries with more fear. Um, so,
1: so according to item 19 on here, I, mm-hmm. I, I I thought this was really yeah. prescient. Mushroom clouds do not grow out of radial airburst explosions. The mushroom cloud needs to be seeded from the ground. Yeah. The thermodynamic conditions caused by the circumferential airburst explosion would superheat right. the air all around and send radial shock waves emanating from the center outwards, like the popular festivity fireworks, and that would negate the conditions required for a mushroom cloud to grow normally. A mushroom cloud grows from the ground up in a predictable circular pattern that develops and flows through a relatively cool and stable upper air mass because the explosion was at the ground level. Who can deny that mushroom clouds can't grow out of radial airbursts explosions. And that's that's thank, the thank thing. You. They tell us that Do- these these bombs exploded one thousand feet before they hit the ground. Right.
0: We read that last hour, that whole paragraph. I <laughs> We did. Um yeah they exploded all, all both Hiroshima and Nagasaki were both exploded of at uh, in the air. So neither of them would have formed a mushroom cloud like you see in all of those videos all those documentaries. Um remember we talked about or did we talk about the uh the tornado scene in um in the Wizard of Oz movie from the 1930s?
2: Uh, yeah, special effects.
0: Yeah. And it was like the most amazing special effect that anybody had ever seen ever in the, at the time, and it was 1939, and it looked real, like something out of the out of that the uh, the tornado movie with what's his name from the the 90s. Um, Kevin Bacon Twister. Twister, right? Yeah, I mean it was like that kind of real, but in the 1930s, right? So in the 1940s, they definitely could have been doing special effects you know have had special effects that looked that good to fake bombs and fake explosions and stuff um and you know the blowing up of the towns and all the uh all the military videos those could easily have been faked none of the atomic test videos could you know could be real legitimate well
2: and- on top of it, you don't have to completely fake the whole thing. You take a mm-hmm. real explosion right. made with conventional explosives, and then you just blow it up. You add things like t- uh, taking pictures of the sun and exposing that and layering that with your explosion so that it looks like a more impressive thing is happening than what's actually happening. And on top of you know all the other techniques that they use, but... I mean, it wouldn't be that hard. You already have a very large explosion that you can make. It's just not a nuclear explosion.
0: Right. And that's just like at the Trinity, um, at the Trinity explosion, the test, they had what the theory is, is they had two teams, you know, loading things. And each team thought that they the other team was loading the bomb. You know, they were moving TNT but they everybody thought you know they thought that the other team was moving the bomb so the two yeah teams, and again for I mean?
2: for clarity like if anybody hasn't watched these videos they're literally stacking like a building sized stack of oh, yeah. TNT boxes that yeah. they exploded and they told each side one side was told oh you're watching the real explosion but over here we're going to explode this box of TNT to measure how many kilotons the explosion is and then the other side they told the same thing and what's actually happening is they're both watching these TNT explosions and they were watching it with like sunglasses on mm-hmm. i mean so even with them they're i mean of course if you're watching something i think i don't i think one of the podcasts i listened to talked about this but if you're watching something and you're being told because they did believe it that they're watching a nuclear explosion and that this was a new weapon that was going to change the way uh, change the face of history change the way warfare was done change everything then you're going to be impressed by, like, first, the big explosion, and then later when you tell the story, it's going to be blown up in your eyes and in the eyes of the people who are listening to your story, and it's be like, oh, my God, dude, you've never seen anything like this. This cloud was like nothing I've ever seen. The brightness, we had to wear sunglasses. I mean, if we hadn't worn worn sunglasses, probably our retinas would have been burnt out or something. Who knows how bad it would have been.
0: And the thing is, is only a few people got to witness you know the compartmentalization of the military is ridiculous. Yeah
2: and everything else you heard from them was just trickled down. Mm-hmm. And so and then when when things trickle down the story tends to blow up actually. Right. It's bigger, bigger Right. Like a
0: tall tale. Right. The further down it goes down the chain the the more convoluted it becomes.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah man, I mean it's it's totally easy. Just like, you know, just like with NASA and, and this other stuff. Everything's extremely compartmentalized, you know, uh this guy doesn't know what the other guy is doing in the room next to him. So yeah,
2: I would said that like most of the military believed that the bomb was real, mm-hmm. and that there were like a, a very tiny few people who were like, "Look, we don't have a real bomb, but we got to do this to win the war, and this is gonna make sure that America, uh, that the commies don't take over, and that the Japs lose, and that the Nazis don't win." Blah 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 blah. And you could just keep that going for such a long time as long as you keep things compartmentalized where only a few people really have to know. And then you keep people working on their individual parts, but they're still making a bomb that, you know, they're still making large conventional explosions. And I don't quite understand how some of the compartmentalization stuff works because it's very hard to fathom. But when you know everything else is fake, they must have a system for it because it can't be real. So, you know, you got all these people watching it. Probably most of them believe it
0: yeah I mean it it would seem that way you know a lot of these people like the NASA people you know or the um, the military people they definitely believe what's going on you know the guys yeah, that work the at NASA Las who,
2: like sit there watching the little blips on the screen and they all cheer when they've been told something happened like the rover landed on Mars or whatever right like right. they're genuinely cheering they're just like total bug men
0: right i'm still and, and i'm, I'm so surprised conf- I'm surprised that like You know, it's not that hard. I mean, actually, I'm not surprised. It's not that hard because those people actually believe that's what they're doing. Right. Yeah.
1: It's very few people know about the Did we read item number five as well?
0: Uh, Which one's item number five?
1: The mushroom cloud thermodynamics of the atomic bomb hoax have also been examined. The first problem the competent examiner notices with the mushroom cloud photographed on the day of Hiroshima was attacked is that the sun is shining brightly overhead at the noon position. But the bombing was said to have had uh, happened at 8.15 a.m.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can't have the sun in that position if it was that time. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, Why would the Jews so, say so it was Nagasaki guy, this, if they have nothing to So this guy had gone
1: to downtown Montreal when he was a kid, and he looked at microfilm of the newspapers for that day in 1945, and the picture he enlarged from the microfilm was the cloud at noon and it was Hiroshima indeed. So, you
2: know, yeah, so you I, found... I can confirm that the sun is not uh, way up high at the noon position in the sky at eight fifteen in the morning in Japan. Right. <laughs> I'll stake my reputation on that one.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. You know, the, the, of course the pictures, the pictures are fake. Uh, they say that the Hiroshima one... Yeah, it's, it's superimposed. It's the sun that's superimposed. They say that there's like a second explosion, but no, it's the sun. Yep. Yeah, I mean, either way, it doesn't matter what it is. If there's one piece of that thing that's wrong, then the whole thing is wrong. Or fake. If there's one piece of that picture that's fake, then the whole the whole picture is fake. So having the sun superimposed or having the mushroom cloud superimposed onto a picture of the sun to make it look more... um. You know, nuclear <laughs> you know, make it look more like a, I don't know, they're just making up what nuclear explosions look like.
2: Yeah, because seriously, if it was such a devastating explosion, they wouldn't need to do any editing whatsoever. In fact, probably most of their film would be overexposed.
0: Yeah, right. They'd exactly. Have to it,
2: they'd have to tone it down a bit, probably.
0: Exactly. You would think so, because, you know, the explosion was so bright in the movies, like, you know, it, it gets so bright that it blacks out, right? Then in the scenes when the big explosions happen. Right. Yeah. It like they get so bright that it that it like I guess it's implying that whatever is filming the explosion gets irradiated as well.
2: Yeah, there's like a like a half second of blackness and then the, the other fire explosion comes after. Which
0: yeah.
2: is, blackness is supposed to be the super bright flash, which ironically it's literally the opposite.
0: Weird. Crazy how nature do that.
1: Well, it's just – it. I mean, again, it, it's it's all theater, right? Right, I mean, all of it. it the, the mushroom cloud itself was just as real as planes hitting the towers, but it was just as effective psychologically over the entire world. Well, no, the mushroom
0: clouds the, are real. That's the thing is they use – video they use you know footage of actual mushroom clouds which are things detonated most likely the TNT piles like 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 skull said like these you know these small building sized piles of TNT and then they take take the the footage of that and they call that the nuclear mushroom cloud
2: i get what dogbot's saying though is that um that mushroom cloud that we see mm. didn't exist oh
0: right okay
2: yes like the actual Hiroshima and Nagasaki mushroom clouds that you see the footage of didn't exist, which they mm. do serve the same function as the planes do on 9-11. Like, I, in fact, I even heard some conspiracy theories that were like, well, you know, they didn't drop the bomb from the plane, but it was actually a fertilizer explosion, and they had it already at the site, and then they blew it up, and that's how they got the mushroom cloud. It's like, no, 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 there was no explosion. There was just firebombing, and then they just said everything that they said, and retcon that afterwards there was no mushroom cloud explosion at the site at
0: all right the city i mean like nagasaki had been firebombed what six times already yeah yeah so it's not like it's not like these cities weren't getting pummeled on a daily basis why was kyoto the only city that was not firebombed
2: i don't know the i don't know the actual reason but i mean they say it was like this beautiful cultural Area that they wanted to preserve, but I mean, they bombed a lot of those beautiful cultural areas. Yeah, they
0: like Dresden, the same thing. Fuck, so. (laughs) And it is a beautiful city, but like. There's got to be something. There's got to be something there. Yeah. Has to be. They left. It's the only city in Japan that was left untouched. That's where the Jews live.
2: Has to be.
1: So this this one should make Bugnats very happy. Item number two.
0: What's item number two?
1: Uh, In 1942, Hitler's Luftwaffe had planned to bomb lower Manhattan in New York City. This plan included a special transport behemoth to fly the package across the Atlantic and deliver it to the target. This is fully three years before Hiroshima, and yet the so-called atomic bomb they said that they were using is the exact yield and deployed at the same weight as the one that they say dropped on Hiroshima. This suggests to me that the atomic hoaxers were shopping for a spot to nest the hoax. So, what other possible explanation could there be? When the U.S. started using what they called atom bombs, they used the uranium hammer configurations, but the Hitler model is not specific at that level. So, what is Hitler doing planning atomic bomb attacks before he even had the the facilities or infrastructure to even start planning such late strategies? They never said what they would replace that bomb with if it fell into the ocean with the plane. So why would he have not have delivered the package by boat instead?
2: Wait a minute, Dogbot. Are you saying that Hitler was going to take out the Twin Towers?
0: Yes.
1: Uh, Yes, and he was going to do it with a plane that was going to go all the way across the Atlantic with a bomb that they weren't sure whether it was going to go off or not.
0: Right, and they weren't sure that they weren't going to lose the plane into the ocean either for some strange reason. That was a rather specific way of losing the plane.
1: Now, now this is this this gets brought up again, like with the uh, documentary that I was telling you about, where uh, Hitler's stealth bomber was made. Mm. You know, uh, by Boeing or Northrop Grumman, I forgot which. I forgot which uh, American civil defense company remade the the V-shaped craft. But they they would show these computer graphics of what it would have been like if these planes actually dropped the bombs on New York and stuff, you know, now they had designed it that way because, uh, because of the profile of the plane was going to make it, uh, breach the, obviously the, the radar systems of the time.
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, sure.
1: (laughs) I don't know, but it's more it's it's more um, it's more American mythology about how uh, reinforcing that we were the good guys. We were the good guys. Look, look at how look at, you know, it's Ah. a good thing. It's you you know, we we made this plane. Right. If this thing actually had gotten off the ground, we could have been done for. We did the right thing by going over there and smacking them around.
0: Right. And now we have the technology to make this plane that we, you know, totally didn't allow them to make.
1: Right. And we smack people around all the time and it's perfectly fine. Right. It's just like the narrative that they didn't know there there was a
2: possibility that when they built and detonated the first atomic bomb that it was actually going to strip the entire atmosphere from the whole planet. But they had to take that chance because if not the Nazis were going to win.
0: Right. We had to take the chance of possibly destroying all of humanity, everywhere, mm-hmm. on the odd chance that Hitler might beat us to this thing. Because you can't let the Nazis win. Because they're well, Nazis. We, Hitler might beat us to this exact same event. That's the thing. Right. We got to get there first. Right. We have We're to kill. Guys. We have to kill everybody to make sure Hitler doesn't kill everybody. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's literally, it's literally, thing. it's like, you know, when a, when a cop is beating you and they're saying stop resisting, you know? Yeah. This is for your own good. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's all backwards. But none of it's true, because don't worry, well, so don't worry about it, because nukes are fake. Texas. Yes. yeah. I uh. mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I do sleep better, you know, knowing that you know I, I'm not going to be vaporized.
2: It's so funny, like how they just changed the theme, but the same story plays out in the way that the world government, particularly since the 1940s, has run the world. And that mm-hmm. you had nukes early on. You had nukes, and they introduced that, and then they just milked it for everything they could. Basically culminating in the Cuban Missile Crisis where they were like, oh, no, the world's totally going to end. Trust us, guys, and completely traumatize the whole population. And then they transition that into – I guess they got the population where they wanted, and so they had like 20 years of peace after that. And then it's like, bang, nine eleven, and it's like, you're going to get killed by a terrorist.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man.
2: No matter what, no matter what there's going to be a dirty bomb. There's going to be a nuke. There's going to be a shoe bomber. There's going to be an underwear bomber, <laughs> bomber somewhere, bomber. somehow. Yeah. Some guy with fuzzy, gross pubes on his face is going to blow you up. And then now it's COVID where anybody could be carrying the disease. And like you said with the talk about with the threat levels, it's like you better be scared of the guy right next to you. Everybody's the fucking terrorist now. But no matter what, it's always some narrative that the whole world is going to fucking end when it never does.
0: Right. But as long as the media keeps putting out stories about what's happening, people will still believe it. And yeah, I
2: just I just wait to see if like there's a new new like Disney movie being made. If so, I'm pretty sure the world's not going to end because those <laughs> guys know what the fuck's coming. Well,
0: well, there's two there's two Marvel uh, there's two Marvel superhero movies coming out. One is. Um,
2: All right, we're good for a few more months. The then. Age of Kangs. <laughs>
0: There's something it's like that at the Kang well there's Special the yeah. black guy for it. <laughs> well the Kang was like, yo, know, I don't remember what it was, but then there, there's an and then there's another one. There's two there, it's twenty twenty five of the scheduled release. So we got a oh, couple more then. years. Good. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna be okay. So at least there's that. As long as Marvel Comics you know, the Marvel Comics universe is still producing movies.
2: Yeah, if you ever look to the movie section it's just like, no, there's no more movies coming than that's yeah. when
0: you should probably start worrying. No, there was... Actually, now that you say that, there wasn't there a little bit ago. Maybe it was a year. Maybe it was two years ago or something. There was like a thing where there was like no movies released. They did do that, didn't they? Yeah, and everybody was like... Ooh.
2: Right, right. Dun, they dun, did that dun. during COVID.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dun-dun-dun. That means everybody's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, it didn't happen. Right. Fuckers. Never happened. <laughs> nothing ever... Listen, nothing ever happens. Nothing ever... Yep. Johnny... Johnny, does anything ever happen? No, no, no. Everyone's a tranny on TV, and nothing ever happens.
1: I mean, it's it's true.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. It, I, it, it's like,
1: true that it's fake.
0: Right. It's true that it's fake. Everything on your television is likely fake and inverted. Yep.
1: Yep. I mean, I I hate that it have to be that way. I just don't watch it. It would be so much easier if you could take certain stuff for, uh, at face value, but they've, they've gone so completely far out of their way to make everything so fake all the time that you would be a fool to just take something that had just occurred at face value at this point. Right. So I don't, they... I, I don't want to have to judge anybody on that either, but it's just, it's just the truth. It's, it's like if it came through, if it came through the screen You cannot immediately trust it for what it is.
0: No, you have to question it because it's the screen and, you know, that's their job. That's what they do.
2: And it's like you said, Johnny, like if they lie about one thing that you could just assume that they're lying about everything, because why wouldn't they be? And you wouldn't trust a liar in your own life. So why would you trust a liar at the massive propaganda and super billionaire level? Like there'd be that much more likely to lie because that's the only way... That those kind of people get to the position of power that they get to. So you can just safely assume that they are lying about literally everything.
0: Right. So if they lied about 9-11, if they lied about Sandy Hook, if they lied about uh bump stocks, if they lied about Uvalde shooting, whatever it is that they're lying about, whatever little thing that we find out that they're lying about, well they're they're obviously lying about everything then. You just safely assume that everything you see. On the screen is is a lie until proven otherwise.
2: And so, the, logically, like you would think that most people would understand that, but you'll still get people in the comments like, "Well, how would they get so many people be in on it then?" Like, that, that, that
0: right? That must be so real. many people, it would be so many hundreds of thousands of people. Just because there somebody would be said that,
2: there people who worked for the Apollo program. They were all in on it. Like, yeah, they were. They just didn't know. You fucking retard.
0: Right. They were all in on it, right? Because they thought they were really doing something. Like I said, my fourth
2: grade teacher who taught me about the shape of the Earth, uh, she's not in on the fucking scam. She's just
0: stupid. She just believes, right? She believes what she was taught. Yeah, you know, and same thing. She firmly believes it. Bob Lazar probably believes what he did at Area Fifty One was real. Right. You know, doesn't make what he did real.
2: The guys sitting in the lawn chairs uh, at the Trinity test with their sunglasses on believe they were watching an actual atomic explosion for the first time,
0: yeah, absolutely man i mean there's it's so easy to especially consider you know like well, they didn't just have sunglasses on, but they had sunglasses on behind like plate glass behind you know in a bunker, and you know they didn't really really look at it,
2: yeah, which all adds to the illusion
0: actually right, exactly.
2: I was just being kind of funny, though, like no, no. sitting there on chairs drinking Mai Tais.
0: No, I get what you are saying, totally. Though, but they're Bunch yeah, falling up for, yeah, <laughs> right, right. But when they tell their grandkids about it, you know, right, Poppy, you was were there.
1: <laughs> hey guys, yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. Yeah. yeah, my uncle was there.
0: Oh man, yeah, Grognak, what is this? You, the Demon Core?
3: Oh, that's that's what was inside of the bomb.
0: Okay, what was inside of the bomb? The demon core. Tell us about this.
3: All right, here, one second. Let me pull it up. So apparently, this thing killed a couple people that mishandled it because they disturbed it. One guy with his screwdriver.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> here,
3: hold on. Put, yeah. where,
0: where are you posting it? Never no.
3: heard about this.
0: No, where are you putting it in the? Uh... Hold on. You put it in the content
3: thing. Yes. Okay.
1: Oh, that reminds so it, me of the—that reminds me real quick of the mythology. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'll let Grognak finish it first. But the mythology of the guy practicing uh, arming the thing. Oh God, that's so funny.
0: Practicing arming.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. So the demon core was a spherical, fourteen-pound subcritical mass of plutonium. It was manufactured during the war for the Manhattan Project as a, a fissile core for an early atomic bomb.
1: Hmm.
3: And uh it says it was prepared for shipment as part of the third nuclear weapon to be used in Japan. But when Japan surrendered, it was sent to Los Alamos for testing. And two people were killed there in an accident with it because they handled it improperly. Hmm. Harry Daglin and Lewis Slotin. They suffered acute radiation syndrome and died soon after, apparently. Interesting. Acute radiation syndrome, which is what? Well... That's another topic for <laughs> this program as a whole, right? But right. they're basically saying that they, uh, Epstein died of that. Oh. Yeah. Nausea, vomiting, loss of appetite, followed up with, uh, internal bleeding, dehydration, confusion.
0: I thought, like, radiation poisoning, like, your hair fell out and your skin started falling off, and you basically turn into the, like, the guy from, uh, the German from the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark.
3: Yeah, it's... Well, what it does to the body it's supposedly a combination of a bone marrow syndrome, uh, gastrointestinal syndrome, and uh, neurovascular syndrome. Mm. It
2: sounds like one of those Russian poisons that they use to kill journalists with,
0: actually.
2: Didn't they say that they killed one of the journalists with like some radiation poison thing? Guy turned black. Basically, return purple or something. Oh,
0: that sounds familiar. I think we talked about that a long time ago. We talked about like CIA assassinations.
3: Yeah. It's like the second episode of X Files is about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> X Files.
0: I love that show. Except the one episode where they had the weird thing that lived under the, under the stairs. That was weird. All right. Anyway, back to nukes so what else do we have here um the atomic energy act why do they call it the demon core though why do they call it the demon core
3: i oh. can't find a good explanation for why as we just well, started it bhagavad-gita mythology
2: that's associated with they like they took so much of the story of what the atomic bomb does and this world ending explosion and a weapon to end all weapons they took a lot of that directly from the Bhagavad Gita, and that's what Oppenheimer was quoting from when he made his super, super melodramatic speech about, or his little um, monologue on camera with his one tear rolling down his, his gross little oh, whiry, slimy, weaselly Jewish face. And um, they basically, there was this weapon that could destroy the whole world, and it's like a war story, but it's uh, this ancient, I guess, what is it, Indian-Aryan... Like mythological story, but basically it describes a nuclear weapon and that's where they got the mythology for it, so it would make sense to me. I don't know. Demon's not really bad, but it sounds related to that. Also, it just sounds scary probably.
0: Yeah, hold on a second, you guys. Hold on. Stop. Pause the thing. Stop doing that. Let me see. Why is it not doing the bit?
2: Uh, Oppenheimer speech. Yes,
0: yeah, I have got the thing turned off, and it, it auto mutes itself. It's like auto muting itself. The the. Okay, let's try this. We knew the world would not be the same.
3: Two people. People cried. Most people were silent. I remembered the line from the Hindu scripture, the Bhagavad Gita. Vishnu is trying to persuade the prince that he should do his duty, and to impress him takes on his multi-armed form and says, now I am become Death, the destroyer of worlds. I suppose we all thought that one way or another.
1: We knew the world would not be the same. There you go. Now I've become Sneed, destroyer of feed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he did the fake... The fake tear about halfway through, and you know, blotted it with the one finger.
1: Well known to be an actor. Yes, a, a very good actor amongst people that knew him. I would argue that he's not a very good actor.
0: Yeah, I would argue that that to. wasn't. Well, I mean, for the time period, that was pretty standard acting. You know, the, there wasn't any really, you know, seriously good drama actors and you know, put a lot of emotion into it. But anyways, you know it was it wasn't that good, and it it seemed very very strange. Uh, what 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 phenotype is that? The hawk phenotype?
2: Yeah, that's the hawk. Yeah, yeah. He looks like one of those uh, bankers in Harry Potter, the skinny kind.
0: Yes, with the sunken cheeks. Right. Yeah. Really skeletal mm. looking. Well, that and here's the thing: is there like you know, hey, you know, this is very anti-Semitic. It's like, well, it is because. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know how well. I mean, not, I, I said that wrong. Um, people say that denying the uh, the nuke thing is uh, anti white, and we're denying white achievement. But how are we denying white achievement when literally everybody that worked on the Manhattan Project was a Jew? Um, even their own their own. Their own media, um, what is it, the big bang theory, right? Was it the mom had all the, the the kid got the guy had all the cats and you named them all after all the, the scientists that worked on the Manhattan Project? And it's most like, oh, you named them all after Jewish men because mm-hmm. mm. she's like the Texas Christian mom, right? But she knows, yeah. but she's a Zionist Christian, so she knows Jewish names, but yeah, but like, so all the. All the scientists. So I don't know. People get mad that we're denying white achievement by saying that nukes are fake. Um, it's a Jewish psychological media op, just like everything else. Like literally everything that all these big conspiracies, all this stuff, uh, whether it's 9-11, Sandy Hook, the Uvalde shooting, uh, Pulse nightclub, Vegas, World War II, Nagasaki, Hiroshima. It's all media ops. They're all media, you know, media fakery plain and simple
2: yeah the Samson option and the the original nuclear development are like basically the same thing
1: mm-hmm. yeah the whole thing about a mutually assured destruction is is always such a interesting cope yeah that that was something that 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 was that was supposed to be the justification of like why we had to hold on to our stockpile and how we had to keep renewing the effectiveness of our stockpile. So many, many times in red team versus blue team media, what would be brought up in red team media is that when blue team is in charge, they're letting our nuclear stockpile fall to the wayside and the effectiveness may not be good enough. And it won't be, it, you know, we can't be mutually assuring destruction anymore. Right. And also and also, like when o- Obama was uh, was president, he decommissioned, a good deal of our nukes and that put us in, in a, a vast amount of danger because of the rising power of China. You know, so we, you know, we have you know, when red teams in charge, we have to, uh, we have to renew our stockpile. So we're, we're never in danger of somebody like China, uh, out mutually assuring, destructing us.
0: <laughs> well, that's the, th- that's the whole point of the non-proliferation treaty and the, well, things like Chinese, um, you know bombs outpacing our bombs or whatever it is shouldn't happen because of that treaty because China's part of it they're one of the nine countries but um it's just strange or are they not part of the nonproliferation treaty but they're just known to have nukes is that what it is it's one of the two either way it's all just fear porn it's scare tactics you know um you know, maybe, I mean, if you want to play like everything's real for a second, maybe if we weren't going around the world poking our nose in everybody's business, nobody, everybody wouldn't want to nuke us. You think? There's that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's obviously done on purpose. That's uh, done done to just, you know, just completely demolish the American, you know, the opinion of the American around the world. So Anyway. All right, what do we have? What we, let's look at your list, T V.
1: We got to a lot of the good meat on this. Uh I have a, a funny I, one. I d- item did. two Item Hold two on. is really great for me because Iraq, why did they not find so called atom bombs there? At the very least, they should have had atom bombs because they were doing the whole nuclear reactor bit, correct?
0: Iraq, yeah. Yeah. Well, they had yellow cake uranium, remember? was the thing they had yellow cake
2: they moved all of it into the Golan Heights or something right as the uh, Americans were moving in and that's why we couldn't find the weapons of mass destruction in Iraq but it was still totally justified that we went
0: there and killed a million people right (laughs) We're speaking of yellow cake uranium we just dumped a bunch of depleted uranium out around the city you know with depleted uranium rounds which actually does do bad things apparently that actually does cause it's it's got to be something to do with uh poison though and like some sort of toxicity as opposed to radiation right because the same thing happened in Vietnam with the agent orange and that's a poison it's a gas
1: it's a gas
0: always with the gas anyways um yeah that was that's interesting how you know of course we had to you know we had to, we had to get the bomb before Hitler got the bomb, we got to we got to be able to blow up the world before, just in case they get it and they blow up the world. You know, we don't want to we don't want to we don't want to be blown up without having the ability to blow up the world back, or whatever. Um, us see, with the firebombing, the uh, the Hiroshima, like Hiroshima, like the trains were working three days later. That kind of stuff cool. like all that like everything everything about everything about that city like it was basically they're like all right well we got to fix it just a couple of days later
2: and meanwhile there's a total media lockdown and if you talk about the atomic bomb you get killed uh, executed right
0: in japan okay. yeah
2: there's while that. they're while they're coming up with the story of what actually happened and there's no people moving in or out and you can't go and expect it for yourself and like I said, if you do, well, that'll be the last thing you talk about,
0: right? It's it's just kind of funny, yeah. The way the way that that worked, you know, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. Hiroshima, just you know, Hiroshimians just going back to the, you know to try and fix up their neighborhood. Right. Uh-huh. It wasn't even that burnt out if the trolley was still working.
1: I mean people never evacuated. Right. So like th- since they didn't evacuate then it must not have been that it must not have been that bad.
0: Right, right. And that's the one that's got the ground zero uh memorial, right?
2: Uh yes, with the uh, peace park and the uh, domed
0: the dome, yeah.
2: thing yeah, that they preserved to as a reminder to never forget.
0: Yeah, there's always a reminder reminder to never forget just in case you forget
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, so visual cue right so item number nine speaks to something that I was kind of wondering about skeptically in the last episode is the devices that have uh, radioactive material in them so like items that said to have been radioactive have in fact been doped with x-ray radiation for periods of time corresponding to the hoax expectations At the Pantex assembly plant in Amarillo, they have a very powerful X-ray machine that they say uh, will look at decommissioned atom bombs before they open them up. And uh, apparently the X-ray machines dope the materials that they assemble so the X-ray detectors uh, Ah. read something expected from the the mathematical models. That makes sense. So what they're doing...
0: so what they're doing is they're they're hitting it with x-rays so that when they do go in for decommissioning, they're like, oh, there's radiation. Everybody be careful. And it's just the residual x-rays. That's all yes. it is. Yes. Very, very slick. Very slick. Science guy.
1: But I, I still don't... I'm still... Like, this doesn't entirely speak to... Um my concern with equipment that has radioactive material in it, but I just wonder how dangerous the radioactive material actually is in the equipment that says that has radioactive material in it.
0: What do you mean by equipment that has radioactive material?
1: Uh, different kinds of X-ray. I mean, obviously, like X-ray devices. Uh, there are ma- there there are, there's manufacturing machines that have radioactive material in it because mm. you have to see through layers and stuff like that.
0: Right um i mean they do put a lead apron on you and the technician stands outside the room when you get your x-ray of your leg you know so i mean it can't be great <laughs> i guess i don't know I, re- I really don't know how bad x-rays Everything really are for you that i've
2: heard about x-rays sounds like they actually are dangerous whereas it seems like gamma rays don't Mm -hmm. produce the kinds of problems that x-rays do i I don't have any kind of deep understanding of that but i watched the galen windsor stuff and he was one of the head scientists of the manhattan project and worked on the atomic bomb and seemed to know what he was talking about so right i I, I don't know maybe we'd look into x-rays and find out a bunch of stuff that we didn't realize before probably because that's what happens with every single thing that we look into but at the time of this recording i'm of the opinion that x-rays are bad i guess Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I think mean X-rays like I said are based probably on very just, bad. Yeah, say again. They're probably very bad. Yeah, the gamma are. rays will not turn you into the Hulk.
0: Right, gamma right. rays? No, we talked about that last time. The gamma rays will not turn you into the Hulk. But like I said based on the safety precautions taken around X-ray procedures, you know, I'm going to say that X-rays are dangerous. You know, cuz you know, they encase you in a lead blanket other than the part that's getting X-rayed really, you know. Um when they, they do, do they I don't. mean
2: they obviously do shoot something through you because they're actually yeah, they're actually resulting in a picture of your insides after
0: that's done, right, so. but it's usually just like the solid stuff like your bones, your teeth, right you know, so uh, yeah, so anyways, and again, the technician is always out of the room um, it's just you know obviously based on that they're they're clearly dangerous, and gamma rays will not turn you into the hulk, so Einstein. The plagiarist. I mean, a lot of a lot of his stuff. A Jew. You know, a Jew, yeah, a Jew who worked at the patent office who who was known for stealing things. Um, yeah. yeah, and the thing the thing about the letter that was written to uh, the president. Um, it it wasn't even actually it was it was sent to a financier in New York that bounced it around town for a week before actually giving it to the president. Um, And it wasn't even a letter that that Hitler uh, Hitler, that um, Einstein wrote himself. It was a letter that Einstein signed because the guy that wrote it never would have gotten his letter to the president. But because Albert Einstein was Albert Einstein, he was able to get this letter eventually to the president. And It was about the feasibility of um, making atomic bombs. So.
2: Which, of course, he insisted we had to do because... Right, right because stuff.
0: Hitler was going to find out about it, yeah. Right. yeah. But but the, well, the I, funny part is the letter floated around town for like a week or so before it actually got to the president. So if it was so important that the president find out about this, why was it the letter not delivered to the president immediately? Kind of contradictory, you know.
1: Well, the guy that made this list is uh, very much in tune with knowing that Jews suck.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, item number eleven. Did we we already mentioned? He said the Jewish question, right?
0: Uh, well, I mean, he's mentioned Jews several times throughout this. Um,
1: but yeah. Item number eleven on here: the Jewish it's question. Literally,
0: can, the Jewish question. Yeah.
1: Can anyone deny that the Jews had the means, the motives, and the opportunities to hoax the world with fake atom bombs and fake CVNEs?
0: I don't know what that is. Nobody does.
1: And DU depleted uranium. And uh, the fake nuclear navy—they even faked moon landings and Nazi holocausts. The lying bastards that they are—they called their genocides wars, and failed diplomacy. Degenerate freaks—they faked the dinosaurs too. It would appear. <laughs> item eleven. Item eleven has it all, doesn't it? That's right. I mean,
0: <laughs> item eleven is the Paranormies Clause.
2: And keep in mind, listener, that this was written in like 2010 or something, 2011.
0: 2010 or 11, yeah. This is this is a while ago. This is 10 years old, 10, 11 years old.
2: The guy um, who wrote this and who talks about the Jews all the time, it was really funny if you listen to the podcast oh, yeah. that uh, he goes on because there's uh, another conspiracy guy and he gets like pretty much everything. And he invited the guy to come on and talk about nukes. But like every five minutes or so, he's like, You realize the Jews did all this, right? Do you realize the yeah, Jews and he's are
0: dragging. In the And then the ju- guy's like, Well, yeah, 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 I know. But like, we know that. But like, let's talk about like the other stuff. It's not about the Jews. <laughs>
2: and the guy's like, No, no, we're going to talk about the Jews.
0: <laughs> yeah, He kept it's bringing it, he funny. just kept bringing it there. He just kept bringing it the Khazars yeah. and the Jews. And
1: and, then, yeah. yeah. And then he brings up white genocide as well. Yep. Yeah.
0: He's definitely clearly, clearly our guy.
2: Yeah, in like 2013, the podcast was or something. It was right after Sandy Hook.
0: Mm-hmm. He even brought up Sandy Hook. Yep, yep. Me and Fake and all this stuff, all, all the all the uh, anomalies with Sandy Hook.
1: Oh man, that that 10 year anniversary episode's coming up.
0: It's coming up. Mm. The sad part is this, the sad it's part sad. is there's no updates other than the fact that it didn't happen.
1: Right, but we're just gonna. Talk about it. We're just it, gonna yeah. have a fresh conversation about it. Oh yeah, and the It'll and, and the effects that it's had. Oh, for sure. Uh, since
0: sure, sure. We'll have a nice roundtable discussion about the hoax that was Sandy Hook. Anyways, back to nukes. Um, I don't know. Do we? I mean, do we need? I, I really kind of do wish we did get the guy on. To talk about how nukes are real and how they're Aryan and, like, some Aryan super weapon, you know, that we just don't know about from the the actual white Bhagavad Gita. Yeah, the white
2: guy with many arms.
0: Mm.
1: Who happens to be blue. I mean...
0: But the Aryans, no. But the, the but the actual Aryans, the you know, and the Aryan Indo-Europeans were were Aryan from that you know, the Hyperborea and the Nukes, bro. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why they think that. I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear that story, but I don't think we're gonna be able to talk to that guy. So.
1: Yeah, it's a shame.
0: It is, it is a shame. However. Nukes are fake. I mean you I mean you can sleep better at night knowing that the world's not going to be destroyed from a nuclear explosion.
2: I've got a funny one to end on if if we want.
0: Um Go ahead. We have fifteen minutes.
2: Have you guys or heard so. of the Davy Crockett nuclear device? I dropped it in the in the chat.
0: The Davy Crockett?
2: Yeah. Go to the Skype chat and have a look. Just the Wikipedia link.
0: It looks like it looks like just a regular like shoulder mounted rocket basically.
2: Right, exactly. It's a basically a, a I mean it's a tripod but it's mm. pretty close to a shoulder mounted nuke. And if you're familiar with the game Fallout, the mini nuke in Fallout is a an exact replica of what this ridiculous thing mm. looked like. And uh apparently this was uh in use up until the 1960s. Um, they never actually used any, of course, and I think that they only test fired one or something like that. I haven't, I haven't uh, reviewed this in a while, but I mean, anybody who's interested can go to the Wikipedia page, and it's all right there. The thing looks like a joke; it looks like a cartoon. It looks and, like a cartoon uh, it's just like bomb. a tripod yeah. with with a bazooka or like a howitzer, basically, mm-hmm. kind of thing, and then this a fat man screwed onto the end of it.
0: Right. Like your typical little teardrop shaped bomb with the little fins at the end.
2: Right. Exactly. And they, even the guys who were responsible for it, uh, they called it the watermelon. Hold on. Let me see. Let me, let me find it real quick. Uh, it's funny. There's so much on here. Anyway, I'm not going to like dig through the whole thing, but they called it the watermelon bomb or something like that because it looks so absolutely ridiculous. That's funny. And, it, dude, it's it's such a stupid looking thing. And it was kind of like, you know how like they do a big op and then they do stupider and stupider things. Like first they had nine eleven, and then they had Richard Reed, the shoe bomber. And then after him, they had the underwear bomber. And at that point, people are just like even normal people are like, hey,
0: come on. All man. right. All right. All right. Yeah. All right yeah. <laughs>
2: this is kind of like the culmination right. of the
0: nuclear age. Well, like, here's okay, the thing. Okay, on the right hand side else. of the Wikipedia, there's like a series of photographs. So, in the bazooka, they load a propellant charge. Then they load a launch piston in behind it. And then they screw <laughs> on the nuclear round to the launch piston. And then the launch piston fires it. So, it's like a uh, like a giant pinball.
2: Yeah, like, or like a bore rifle from the 1700s with right. a nuke mounted onto the end of it.
0: Like right, right. Patch, well, it's, it's like an ether cannon. You know, like a potato it. cannon. You put the ether in it. Right, right. Yeah. It
2: looks
1: oh. just like that. I... So like that that story r- before I forget, what story? the guy, like the the guy that was gonna have to drop the uh, little boy. Mm, yes. So he practiced with the screwdriver and a socket wrench, uh, arming the bomb over and over and over again in I guess what would be a hundred and ten degree heat of the bombay. I think they said. Wait, what's what's forty degrees Celsius? Forty degrees Celsius yeah, is like one hundred and ten. Yeah, it's like a yeah. hundred. It's like well, it's, it's in the hundreds, right? It's I don't hot, know. Yeah. I don't. It's I don't, hot. Yeah, I don't speak metric. You know, like, I, I'm a human being. Okay, and, okay uh, relax. <laughs> 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 but like, it, you know, to to try to add a little fluff to the to what otherwise is a boring story. You know they they made this like such a life or death thing you know where this guy like had to had to practice you know arming and disarming and arming and disarming arming and disarming
0: right with a screwdriver and a wrench
2: because like they couldn't do it automatically while they were flying and get the accuracy that they needed so it had to be manually dropped but the guy had to arm it manually as well like it was like this clock ticking element that they added to the story
0: right it was like the original version of speed Right, without Keanu Reeves, so weird.
2: <sighs> By the way, they the little, um, the shoulder-mounted nukes test name was Little Feller.
0: Little Feller. <laughs> Jesus. Little Feller.
2: Little Feller and Little Feller two. And their little. their mushroom clouds are really pathetic looking.
0: Oh boy, yeah. I'll bet they are. Mm hmm so terrible so what else we got we got uh the David crockett we did that there was some other stuff um in the the prep channel it's the trinity test nope there's the site man i don't know there's so much other stuff we could talk about though because that nuke lies website is just full of threads on all this stuff um
1: yeah I thought some of these items would really hit some of the uh some hit some of the more detailed areas that we didn't quite get to in episode one mm-hmm. well,
0: for sure because you know like we said earlier, if nuclear weapons uh did exist, they would have been used by now, you know the amount of fake or amount of escalation that's gone on, there'd have been some sort of a terrorist, an actual terrorist that got their hands on a real one that actually did it. You know, if there was a suitcase bomb, if there was a small bomb, if there was you know a truck bomb or whatever, it would have been. If, there would have been. There would have definitely. If there
2: were been. suicide bombers who were really right. as right. as zealous as we, they say they are, then they would have gotten a hold of the material and at minimum launched a dirty
0: bomb attack. Right, right. and it's been. It's and again, it's been longer. Then we've been to the moon. Then it's been since one of these things have been, uh, you know, have been detonated. I mean, that we have can see that hasn't been a controlled. Uh, an aggressor. Yeah. Right. That hasn't been a controlled test that you totally can, you know, yeah. see because we have the videos. Guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: We have, we have the Geiger counters and the seismic charts.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, except except we lost the seismic charts in that one place. <laughs> Strangely enough. Uh, Coincidentally, as usual, we, we lose the. We lost the means and the wherewithal and all the the, all the paperwork.
2: And... Uh, just total random thought I had was um, how the Simpsons. You know, the Simpsons always puts all these truth drops into mm-hmm. their stupid little cartoon. Oh yeah. And obviously, they perpetuate the nuke lie part, like the three three eyed fish and stuff like that. But also, it does seem like they put the truth. Parts into it too, in that the you know the super famous scene where I, I believe it's the intro where Homer's leaving the nuclear power plant and the nuclear rod goes down the back of his shirt and he right. just like goes home and it's like yeah because it's not that dangerous like they're showing you
0: right exactly like he takes that with him yeah and it, and it and it ends up it ends up going into the sewer or something yeah or maybe that isn't isn't signifying that it isn't isn't dangerous but that it's in our water that yeah (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. speaking of in the water i mean this is a way off topic but uh new york and san francisco are have declared state of emergency because they have found monkeypox in the wastewater (sighs) i mean well no shit i mean if you're if it comes from where it comes from you'll find that in the wastewater eventually if you know what i'm saying yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah and they're saying that if, if it gets in the wastewater that means it can get into all the water if it gets into all the water, that means everybody can get it, which means...
2: That sounds like when they said that mandatory vaccinations be spread in apartment complexes by farting and pooping into the
0: toilet. Right. Right. So don't poop. Right. So you need to somehow go back to uh, the, the, the state that Versailles was. Right. No toilets. No toilets. Nobody pooped back in the 1400s. I mean, obviously, I mean, the book says everybody poops. It's the book you get for your kids, right? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, what? We're going to eventually. I don't know why you used to be like, wow, about that subject. It's an amazing part of, not amazing, but it's a very interesting part of the impossible architecture stuff is that none of these crazy buildings have, you know, uh, Sanitary facilities. I think he
2: was wowing the, the everybody poops reference.
0: I mean, come on. Well, it's true, though. I mean, that's, you know, except in the 1400s.
1: Everybody poops sometimes. <laughs> sometimes.
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, it's, not, it's
1: getting late. I'm sorry. It is, late. Like, it is getting late. We're to end the show.
0: <laughs> It's getting, it is getting it is getting late. It is towards the end of the show. So basically, nukes are fake. Uh, nuclear power is real. It is the um, most fake, scariest way of boiling water, which creates steam, which turns turbines, which makes electricity. There you go. Amazing. Yep. But the nuclear bomb and the nuclear bomb threat and the threat of nuclear winter and all of the nuclear radiation scares is literally just... Jewish Hollywood scare tactics and fear porn.
3: Wait, what about Godzilla?
0: Godzilla was real, but that had nothing to do with nukes. All right, good. Yes.
2: Godzilla is a titan.
0: Yes. Totally different thing, yeah. Unaffected by the nuclear radiation and stuff.
2: So he has basically. a directed energy weapon. It's not atomic.
0: This is also true, yes. And again, um, this just goes to show you that uh, Fallout New Vegas is totally fake because the lake in uh, Fallout New Vegas is more full than the lake is now. So, Lake Mead? Yeah, Lake Mead. By the, time we, by the time we get to the year that it's supposed to be in Fallout New Vegas, there will be no water in Lake Mead. Sad. Uh-huh. I mean, this is what happens when you build a city in the middle of a fucking desert. So, or do you, I don't know, predict- wait a minute, what do we know that Vegas was like just built in the middle Is this is one of these things we'll find out it was a Tartarian city too.
3: Well, when do you think they're going to blow up the dam?
0: Um, I honestly think that the thing that happened was a transformer, just an old transformer that blew up, just an oil filled transformer. I mean, it makes no sense. big
3: ritual there. No, no big, I, smash I mean, not, the not, where that, the, where, the dam. not where that,
0: not where that happened. I mean, unless they were like trying to do like a terrorism. I think that's just like an
3: old
2: it, they usually pull it off when they I mean, I think I don't know I guess we don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but that it, does
0: it does seem that that was in a um you know in an area where there were things like transformers and and you know and it's in a switchyard. So it definitely could have just been a faulty piece of old electrical equipment. That does happen. I mean, that does that does happen. I have I have known that to happen. I mean, like large
2: bankers fail. I was thinking about like
0: how there
2: are all these narratives put out for predictive programming, and mm-hmm. like Johnny, you brought it up earlier, like the power grid being vulnerable, and how like all these people knew from before, and there is even like a white nationalist terrorist sort of meme where like people are like dumbasses. I'm sure like somebody that works for a federal agency with a skull mask standing in front of a power station that also he didn't do anything about. He just stood in front of it and took a picture, but yeah. how the grid could go down or the, the Kurt do
0: a little shit, the, the supposed, like, you know, like
2: five guys with the set of, you know,
0: like the Mike Moss right. stuff. Yeah.
2: But, like, meme is out there that they could make the grid go down, so that mm-hmm. would explain, like, the cyber polygon operation or the Hoover Dam could be exploded, which would be, like, some other kind of operation. But I always, I always kind of, like, think about, like, okay, not all these things come true, but do they put these things out there like just in case if they need a new one? Or it's like, okay, that didn't work, so we're going to launch the Hoover Dam operation. It's time. Or right. something like that. But it's like, oh, we didn't do that one. The COVID one worked really well, so we can just keep that on the back burner.
1: Yeah. The, 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 the gay one's not working so hot. Right. They're trying to make it work. But. Yeah,
3: it's not working. It's not working.
1: Yeah. It's definitely not well,
3: working. You know how you make... Uh, how you make mead, right?
0: With honey, yeah.
3: Honey, yeah. Yeah, normally you um, you drench a. What am I thinking of? The, the bees' nest in water. You submerge it, so right. you flood it. So. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Either that, or it's really named after Elwood Mead, the Bureau of Reclamation commissioner, very important fellow. So right. It was,
2: it was work on two levels, or three or four or five levels. Right. Also, That's... the hive mind and the bees that the Freemasons like. Oh, oh.
0: there's also always those connections.
2: You always crazy get how you nature be it, like but... that. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't matter until they blow up the dam.
0: Right. Until then, until then, we we can only speculate. Alright. Well, we're gonna get out of here. This is the end of Nukes Part two. If we can come up with more stuff, we might do in Nukes Part Three, but I think we pretty much did good enough job on this one, we think, guys.
1: Uh pretty solid for right now until we find something a little more in depth, I'm sure. Yep. Very
2: thorough, very fun.
1: Yes.
0: Thank you, Skull. It's
1: been a long time coming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shame Reinhardt missed this one, but uh oh well, he'll be back for the Nationalist Inquirer come Tuesday. Uh, there will be a creepypasta at the end of this. We're going to get out of here, and we'll see you all later.
1: Time travel makes you gay.
0: We had all liked Mr. Winscott. He didn't mind when we used the sledding hill on his property, and he always gave out the best Halloween candy in the neighborhood. So when we heard he'd been taken by the tall man, everyone was really bummed out. You wouldn't have heard of the tall man, so let me explain. Tall Man has been a legend in my town for decades. Those who claim to have seen him say he's over nine feet tall, slight, and pale, with an exceedingly polite smile. My dad told me that Tall Man is a collector. He likes things. Dad says his favorite things to take are sad people, empty buildings, and dreams. I have to admit, he's stolen away my dreams more than a few times. When Mr. Winscott didn't show up for church on Sunday, nobody thought it was weird. But then when Monday rolled around and he wasn't at work with my dad, people started to whisper. My parents thought it was odd, but not particularly concerning. But then the rumors started that Tall Man had gotten him. A kid in my class even said that he had seen Tall Man in Mr. Winscott's house through a window. I told my parents what Jake had seen, but they only laughed. Tyler and I biked by Mr. Winscott's place every day after school to get to our friend Rory's house. We never stopped in front of Mr. Winscott's to try and see Tall Man through the windows like Jake had. We never even slowed down. One day we played too late at Rory's. Since we didn't want to bike home in the dark, we called our parents and asked to sleep over. Tyler was allowed to. I wasn't. I tried really hard not to look as I biked past Mr. Winscott's cul-de-sac. I almost made it, but my curiosity forced a backwards glance at the house. The lights were all on and my eyes were drawn to the face in the window immediately. I saw a tall man looking back at me. I choked in a panicked breath, and my foot missed the pedal as I tried to speed away on my bike. I stumbled for only a second, my eyes never leaving the face in the window, before pedaling home as fast as I could. The next morning at school, I told Rory and Tyler about Tallman. They didn't believe me, of course. They hadn't believed Jake, either. I knew I had to show them, otherwise they would think I was a liar. We waited until dark and then biked to Mr. Winscott's cul-de-sac. Tall Man was there, as I told him he would be, watching us from the window above the front door. It was such a tall front door that I thought Tall Man must have been 10 feet high to see out of that window above it. He was almost smiling, but his expression betrayed a certain displeasure. Tyler fell off of his bike. Holy shit, run! And run we did. As soon as we cleared the cul de sac, we all began talking over each other in a flustered panic. I can't believe we saw Tall Man. Did you see the look on his face? We have to tell the cops. We went back the next morning with more friends, but Tall Man was gone. We went back the next day, but again could see no one behind the window. We began to wonder if Tall Man only came out at night. A few nights later, we sat in Rory's basement waiting for a pizza to arrive. We decided to sneak out and see if our theory was true. We quietly rolled our bikes down the driveway and into the street. We took off from Mr. Winscott's house, torn between hoping Tall Man was there and praying that he wasn't. We saw him as soon as we biked into the cul-de-sac. He was still standing there after all, and this time he was outright frowning. He's mad, Rory said. He wants us to stay away. I don't get why he only comes out at night, Tyler said while he snapped a picture. Don't, I hissed. Stop taking pictures. You'll make him madder. Maybe he watches us in the daytime too, Rory shrugged. Maybe we can only see him at night because that's when the porch lights come on and shine right in the window. It was a chilling thought, as so we decided to test Rory's theory the following Saturday, emboldened by the assumption that tall man could only watch us but never come out. As soon as the sun came up that morning, we biked to Mr. Wilscott's. We had to get close, almost all the way to the beginning of his driveway. But Tyler swore he saw Tall Man standing in the window. I made hand binoculars and squinted at the window for a few more minutes before Tyler suddenly said, "Let's go!" Hop back on his bike and pedal off. We caught up to him a few blocks later. "What the hell was that?" I said. "It was, it was Tall Man was there, but he looked different this time. Like how?" Rory asked. "I don't know. He looked angry or just..." Wrong or something. It was days before we could even convince Tyler to go back to Tall Man's house. And even then, he insisted on taking his teenage brother Matt with us. Matt wasn't impressed with our stories at all. He didn't believe us, but he came anyway for Tyler's sake. As soon as we got close enough to see Tall Man in the window above the door, Matt got off his bike. He stared and squinted and stared some more. He got closer, closer than we had ever dared to go at night. We followed nervously behind him. Matt walked up the driveway and then down the stone path to the front porch. We dared not follow that far. And Matt went up the porch stairs right up to the door. Holy fuck, he said. Then a few more four-letter words. And then suddenly Matt was running down the front porch, down the path, down the driveway, and out into the street where we waited. What is it? Tyler said. There's no tall man, he said out of breath. Call the cops. Now. And he was right. It wasn't tall man after all. We stayed long enough to watch the police break down the door and cut the rotting corpse of Mr. Winscott from the ceiling where he had hung himself from a lamp fixture in his foyer. The body had decayed as if it were melting in the days we had watched it from the road. Mr. Winscott had wrote no note and made no goodbyes, leaving behind the only sad imprint of a divorced middle-aged man suffering a sad, well-hidden depression. It was weeks before the town lost interest in the tragic suicide and months before kids stopped asking us to describe the body in all of its gory detail. Eventually, even Tyler and Rory stopped talking about it. Everyone had moved on, except me. You see, there was one detail that always bothered me, one thing I never told Rory or Tyler. It was about the first time I'd seen Tall Man, the time I'd been alone. The thing was, I'd seen Mr. Winscott that night. He'd been sitting alone in his kitchen eating dinner, but I'd seen something else, too. In the upstairs bedroom window, there had been an impossibly tall, impossibly pale man staring back at me and he'd been politely smiling.